welcome to the mom experience honestly guys today is i was experiencing the mom i wasn't doing the mom experience i was experiencing being a mom today and honestly i am tired honestly i am holding on honestly i am overwhelmed and honestly and most importantly these bills are whooping my ass and it's safe to say that the things I am feeling, these emotions I am experiencing are okay. This is my safe space where I will not be judged, where I'm allowed these emotions and I am allowed to feel however the fuck I want to feel. Now, with that being said, let's get started with the quote of the day. A struggle is a part of the journey. Keep going and don't give up. I'm going to say it again just in case you didn't hear me and I'm going to try to turn my voice up a little bit. The struggle is a part of the journey. Keep going and don't give up. It's very, very important to keep going and not give up. Because today, I almost gave up. I almost cracked. I had a challenging, challenging experience today. I was experiencing the mom. I didn't have mom experience i was experiencing the mom with my child today because i tried to record a little bit earlier you know i have all my thoughts well written out but my child does not have as much time as his grandparents as he would like because of course we live in two different households so with me trying to live my life and do certain things that I have going on in my household he as well needs to have those experience experiences over there in that household where we conduct family parenting and I want to say that the goal is to feel better than yesterday for me to take one more step closer today than we couldn't take yesterday and I want you to do something for yourself. I want you to go to the dollar store. Now, if you like me, always looking for shit to buy that you don't need. Only take in about 2 to $3. And I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. $2.16 to be exact. <laughs> Man, I say this because I find myself going down every single aisle looking for shit that I don't need to buy. Like, if I have $20 and I'm in the dollar store, or Dollar Tree, or Dollar General, I'm going to try to buy $20 worth of shit that I don't need. So... If you're like me, take in only what you need to spend to conserve money because, I mean, I just buy whatever I want. So I want you guys to buy a notebook and pens, and this is going to be your new journal. I want you to write whenever you want, but I want you to at least do it twice a week. Twice a week. I want you to... write down any frustration any feeling any doubt any goal I want you to just write it down so in my notebook I started with where I am today I will not be in six months where I am today I will not be in one year we're starting off with hope any challenges any depression any harmful thoughts write them down clear your mind and once we have everything we want on paper we move on from it Tomorrow's a new day, a new start, a new challenge, and we just have to take one day at a time because like I said in the beginning, I had a rough I had a rough night. I had a rough night with my child. I mean, we came in the house and 
he is too adonis was just having an experience you guys and it was so foreign to me and his emotions were just it was it was just like a foreign i was put in a position and i didn't know what to do so i called his godmom i called his granddad and if you don't know now you know i'm a single mom so i deal with family parenting a lot and co-parenting with his godmom because once again i i'm doing it by myself so i'm looking to utilize any and every resource that i have that will help me with my child so this family parenting aspect that i'm using is just getting advice, listening, understanding, because I did try to talk to my child before, during this experience. I tried to calm him down because I know that being a two-year-old, it's not terrible twos, it's just them experiencing the world and trying to adjust to everything new that they're learning and coming through and going through and it can be very difficult to express your emotions i mean i'm 25 and i'm just now with dating communicating properly how i feel with whomever i'm dating i'm just now talking through situations and i'm just now saying like it's okay your feelings are valid and i understand this for you and let's just get through it you know my son was hungry, of course, because I went to my mom's house after I picked him up. So we stayed over there for about an hour and a half. And once we get in the house, I my first thing is to always wash our hands because, you know, there are so many germs and kids touch everything and put everything in their mouth. After we wash our hands, I attempted to take his jacket off. And he was like having a fit. He didn't want to take his jacket off. I took his shoes off, took his socks off. He didn't want to do that. I warmed up his food. He didn't want to eat. Instead of him sitting down as he normally does and picking a show for dinner time, he tries to put his jacket back on and tries to put his socks back on. And <clears throat> I do apologize, but it looked like he was just ready to go. Like, he just didn't want to be here. It was not the environment that he was used to. So his emotions were a little bit overbearing for him. And, of course, he didn't know how to properly communicate that with me. So we're both struggling. He's struggling. I'm struggling. It was just a a time for us. So with all that being done, I'm still trying to get him to sit down and eat. I'm talking to him. He's throwing chairs. He's throwing backpacks. He's throwing the Google Home. He is having a full-blown tantrum. And my child has had a tantrum before, but nothing like this. So when I tell you that this parenting whooped my ass today, it whooped my ass because you can only be patient for so long and you can only talk so much. And then you feel like giving up. You're like, damn, this shit is not working. When I tell you none of this shit felt like it was working for me, it wasn't working. Um, I did have to pop him once. He did sit in timeout. He even put himself in timeout quite a few times. But I had to FaceTime his godmom. And I'm like, girl, I am in disbelief because I don't know what to do. I don't know what other resource to use. I don't know how else to talk to him. I don't know how else to communicate how what he is doing is incorrect and how it shouldn't be done. But 
based off what he's feeling and what he's doing, how his actions are not okay. She was in total disbelief because she like, ain't no way he knocking over lamps and chairs and breaking picture frames. And you would think I had a baby Tasmanian devil in my house tonight. You would think so, because there's no way that my child was doing these things. I'm thinking in my head like, no, my kid could never. Yes, yes, the fuck he can. Yes, these children can. Yes, these terrible twos is real. Yes, their emotions that they are experiencing are real. And yes, they do not know how to properly communicate because although my kid is learning and experiencing new things, he's not 100% sure on the words to use to express that to me. Or he has not fully been able to articulate a full sentence based on emotions. And that's something as a parent that I need to work on. But... With that being said, I had a hard time. I had a very hard time. I took away his TV privileges um, for tonight in the kitchen by himself. So he was still able to watch something, but we watched it together in the living room versus to him usually his usual routine, which is watching the Google Home in the kitchen, eating dinner. Now, I will say that I learned something for myself today. And I will continue to do it more often is I isolate him and he has a little bit more time to himself and is very unbothered when he's watching his like dinosaur shows and he's eating because I will let him after he's eating. I will let him just stay there for an additional like 10 to 15 minutes. But you know how moms are when our kids are occupied. We try to clean. We try to sweep. We try to put clothes in the dryer, which I need to do because I didn't start at this washing machine. And I'm not going to lie, like three to four times this week and have yet to put the clothes in the dryer. I just keep adding more detergent because I have so many tasks that I'm doing. Like I'm working, I'm parenting, I'm still trying to be me and date and this shit is hard. Okay, it's hard. It's very much so difficult and it's overwhelming and I can be very emotional. But with that being said, I want you to know that you're not the only person experiencing this. You're not the only person up to bills at your neck. You're not the only person that is overwhelmed. You're not the only person not sure of what to do when your your child is having an outburst or, you know, anything of that nature. And, of course, my child goes to daycare because I work. I work Monday through Friday, 7 to 3.30. And my mother works, who is a part of my family system. His godmom works, who is a part of his family system. And his grandfather works, who is a part of the family system now. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, so I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm very limited to the people that I have that are assisting me through my single parenting journey. And we all take a part in this journey, if that makes sense. Everybody has a role. Everybody has a day. Everybody does their best to pick him up and spend time with him. But with my child, it's not enough, you know. So when you're a single parent, there are no off days. There is no spouse to share responsibilities with. There is you accepting both roles. And as a woman, how do you step in the place of a man? You can't. I know there was that conversation about the kitchens and people are sexualizing young children wanting to have a kitchen. And, you know, that definitely came up as something that we should talk about. But for the most part, 
A few responses were, the culinary industry is dominated by men and that could be a baby's dream, which is definitely true. Which is definitely true. Most of your restaurant food, nine times out of ten, is made by a man. And that man is very much so masculine. Or you have men that are that made this a career and very much so masculine. Um, a couple more responses is this is exactly why most men can't fucking cook. And like I said on my Instagram, I had an experience and I was in a relationship with my first love to be exact. You know, we lived together in two, three separate places. And it honestly put a strain on my relationship because he could not cook. Like, sir, we need to coexist. I am not your wife. Like, let's try to get this together. Of course, this is before Adonis was born. But when you're in a relationship and you are forced to cook all the time, you start taking on responsibilities and look at your finger. It's very much so light. It's very much so not giving what the fuck it's supposed to give. So with that being said, it's okay to get your child a kitchen set. Now, there may be some roles involved, but my son sees me in the kitchen. He's like... And my, in his perspective and my perspective that I am receiving from him is, okay, I want to help. I want to learn how to put my, my own food in the microwave and press the button. And I want to wait for the microwave to stop. So, of course, once again, as a mom, you have so many things going on. When I put my child's food in a microwave and it's about that time, whatever food, depending on it is, when he hears the microwave stop, he takes his step stool and he goes up to the microwave and he's like, hey, mom. He's like, mommy, 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 like, look, it's done. Like, hey, come get my stuff out because it's too hot and I can't come get it. But stop sexualizing and having stereotypes on children. They are children. And someone also said, I think it's a narrow minded opinion of someone who is stuck on gender stereotypes. That is correct. Because in the future, you're gonna, your child is going to go out and be on their own. They're going to eventually have their own house. They're going to eventually have their own apartment. They're eventually going to go take on a trade or go to college. Or they're going to be on their own. And when they're not living in your house, 30, 40 years old, they're going to need to learn how to provide for themselves. Because you never know what experiences they may go through in life that will require that. No, I'm not saying buy your son a kitchen because blah, blah, blah. I'm saying it's safe to say buy your kid whatever the fuck you want to buy your kid. And stop worrying about what roles, what genders, what sexuality your child may turn out because you bought them a toy. I guarantee you if you take them to a school and your kid runs in, they go run over there and think that they could play kitchen and um, make fries and, and things of that nature. They're innocent. They're so innocent and pure. This should not even be a conversation. But since us millennials and since us non-millennials, the people who raised us are so consumed with sexuality and scared that a child may be gay or a child may be this at the end of the day, regardless of what sexuality they choose, because it's them choosing. It's not you choosing for them. You need to support your child in every which way, because at the end of the day, that is your child that came out of your body 
and they still deserve to be loved no matter what career no matter what sexuality no matter what they're going through but at the end of the day and i'm sorry i keep saying at the end of the day they're eventually going to be on their own they won't be in a relationship forever they won't be in your house forever so that is just a basic necessity that is a basic necessity that they will need in life. So if you're not teaching it to them at two to three, they're going to need to learn that when they grow up. Now, let's talk about co-parenting. This is not really my place, but I'm going to stick my nose in anyway because who am I? I'm the mom experience. Duh. So... This is a parenting style that when you are co-parenting, you need to maintain civilness, have communication, and most importantly, set aside any differences that you guys may have from the relationship that didn't work out involving you two and not involving the children and do what's best for your child. I'm going to say it again. Do what's best for your child. Set aside any differences, anything not concerning your child. In which may lead to miscommunication, hurt, trigger, past relationship issues that may have absolutely nothing to do with the children needs to be set aside. Because you are now at a point, whether you are at divorce, whether you are in the same household, whether you split, whether you are working on it, everything that you do will affect this child. So co-parenting is open communication involving your child. If there is anything outside of that, you're, you're hurting the relationship of co-parenting because you're worried about everything that's going on in the other person's life that has nothing to do with you. Which you should, for the most part, try your absolute best to do what's in the best interest of the child. I cannot stress this enough. Everything you guys do should be in the best interest of the child. I was in a position as a child where my mom and my dad never married. But my stepdad married my mom when I was about, I'm going to say like five, six. They've been together about 15, 20 years. And don't quote me on this. And I know my mama going to listen. But ma'am, look, it's been some time. I'm going to say they've been married since 2005. August 20th was the day my parents got married. But co-parenting in my aspect, in my family, was my mom, my dad, and my stepdad. Which, of course, takes a lot of growth, which, of course, there are differences you have to set aside. But throughout everything, I have had the best three parents parents that I could have throughout my co-parenting experience as a child. Because no matter what, they set aside their differences for me and my sister. They set aside their differences for for us, for the betterment of us, for the different households. Everything they did was for us. And I appreciate them for that because I have so much love, although it may have been hard for them, although it may have been challenging for them. I have so much love and respect for who raised me. And I'm going to say... Of course, your mother is the panhandler in all this, but your fathers do have a an effect on your life. And I'm going to say fathers because I have two fathers. I have 
one man that birthed me, that is my father, rest in peace to my angel. And then I have one man who, in his absence, has been there for me in every which way that I couldn't have imagined, that I couldn't have prepared for. So co-parenting is very important. It's very important. Now let's talk about family parenting. This is a big aspect in single parenting, co-parenting households. And last night, um, I went over to my friend's house and her sister was there. That's, that's Auntie Cash. Auntie Cash takes care of all the kids and I love her for it. But I, did, I definitely took full advantage. And you you could tell anybody that's there that um, I may get the least amount of help because everybody in my, my family parenting circle is working. So the adults are in the, in the living room, in the kitchen. You know, we're chilling. We're having adult time. Everybody's drinking. And Adonis and Nola are in Nola's room playing and going back and forth. But of course, they're boys. They're two days apart. They're birthday twins. So they will have some challenges. And within these challenges... Auntie Cash is just going back and forth like, yo, she's amazing. Like, I, I'm ready to drop my kid off whenever you're ready to accept him. I co-heartedly trust her with my children as I trust her with Nola. But um, whenever there was something to arise, and you know, I'm like, I'm having a drink. It's my friend's birthday. Like, we finna take some shots. We finna eat some crawfish. We're just gonna have a cool little day. Oh, they closing the door or they arguing. Look, Auntie Cash is going to hop in because that's family parenting. Family parenting is in your presence or outside of your absence. But knowing your limits with the support that you receive is, is necessary because everybody has a different parenting style. Whether they have children or whether they do not have children, whether they have experiences with children will assist them with family parenting. I love family parenting. I love it. They don't set and they don't change the ways and the discipline of your household, but strictly enforces them, if that makes sense. So, and I'm just very appreciative for all family. I love it. I love it when you go over to auntie's house and they like, hey, if you don't do this or if y'all don't do that, y'all better stop fighting everybody getting ass whooping. Because I was once at my auntie's house, and it was eight of us. And we all got our ass whooped at one time because nobody would snitch or nobody would tell or everybody was fighting. Or we broke something and wasn't nobody saying a goddamn thing. And most of the time, it was just me and my sister, all boys. I got a few girl cousins, but, you know, they weren't really in the trenches with us, if you get what I'm saying. Um, family parenting is important. That means the grandmother, the grandfather, the the aunties the the older cousins the the godmoms family parenting is a is is very much so important love respected like i appreciate y'all for assisting me throughout this journey with my child because if it wasn't for y'all i don't think i could make it through if it wasn't for y'all i wouldn't have the support that i have and if you don't have a family or family member that can assist you with family parenting me and my friends through friend parenting. That wasn't even a topic I was finna touch on, but friend parenting, we do that as well. 
me, Mari, Dominique, we all have sons the same age. Like, I don't know how this happened. We went to high school together. And I've been pregnant with a lot of people in Las Vegas. It was like a pregnancy wave. I don't know what the hell was going on. But we were all pregnant at the same time. But when you try to have your children grow up with each other, and we are all in one household, only one person goes in the room and checks on the kids at a time. And we're just going to enforce the same rules, the same discipline that we do in each household. But we're going to do it with all three children. Friend parenting. I appreciate it. I love them. Because sometimes Dominique may need a break. Sometimes Mari may need a break. Sometimes I may need a fucking break. Okay? More than a drink could allow. More than sleep could allow. More than work could allow. Parenting is overwhelming. Parenting is emotional. Parenting is figuring things out. Parenting is needing the support. And if you don't have that in family, you can find that in friends. That's why it's okay to allow your friends in. It's okay to allow someone to step in for a second and be like, it's okay, I got them. It's okay, I got them. You know what I'm saying? Like eventually... Kamiko gonna be coming over and she gonna be chilling with Adonis and I'm gonna be like, hey Miko, like you know, come on, th- this is the routine that we're doing for today, or this is what your mother wants me to enforce, so I'm gonna do it. My sister has three kids going on four, and I'm ready to send my kid out there so she can have five. Cause look, sister parenting, well that coincides with family parenting, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. You can also learn from different parent styles. You can learn what type of parent you are when you experience other households and how they work. I'm more of a let's I'm going to talk to you and explain why what you're doing is not okay, And we're going to try to work through it. And if that doesn't work and you're still acting out and you're being more aggressive than what you should be and more excessive than what you should be then eventually I'm gonna have to pop my son because like today he was throwing shit everywhere picture frames broke chairs backpacks jackets dining room chairs lamps like it it was bad so with that being said and I had to record this at midnight because once again like I said I had a hard ass day I had a hard ass day And um, I'm still trying to cope and, you know, deal with my day. But I've been I got to wake up early and I got to get to it. But we lost another mom this week. And I am deeply saddened by this because she was calling out for help. Because she needed help. She needed support. She needed friend parenting. She needed co-parenting. She needed family parenting. She needed help. She needed an environment where she felt loved and accepted. And somebody needed to tell her that it was okay to experience the emotions that she was going through. Somebody needed to tell her the struggle part of the journey. And I'm sorry. The struggle part of the journey. Everyone goes through it. Keep going and don't give up. Keep going and don't give up. 
Keep going and don't give up. Keep going and don't give up. Sometimes we need to hear that part. Keep going and don't give up because it is necessary. I'm not sure the contents beside or what was included in her death. And we won't net, we won't talk about it. We won't need to talk about it. It's not important. What's important was while she was here on earth, parenting her child, parenting her son, she didn't have the support that she needed to get through the process of being a mom. And that's most importantly why I am here for you guys, because I want to, I want to provide that support. And if I'm not providing that support, I want you to provide it to someone else. Or I want you to take this experience and offer or extend the help, even if it's not welcome. It's the single thought that you tried. And ending on a note, I want to provide this number once again, as I did on the last show. And I'm going to do it on every single show because this is important. If you don't want to reach out to me, if you don't want to reach out to a friend, if you're too scared to reach out to a spouse but you feel that you are having thoughts, harmful thoughts, and that you can't deal with it and that you no longer want to go on and you don't really want to talk to anybody because you don't want to be judged, contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 24-7 free confidential support for people in distress. It helps with prevention and crisis resources for you and loved ones. So if it's not you and it's somebody else and you're looking for resources and you can't get in contact with a family member or a friend that you believe that can best assist you, please contact this number. And this number is going to be one 8225 And I said that wrong, so let me say it again. One eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. One more time. One more time. One eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Now, this is in no way or indicating that you should create self harm. This is just a judgment-free zone where you can get the help that you need if you do not want to reach out to someone that's in your family, if you don't want anyone to know your business and you're struggling and you're going through it, but you need a little bit more push or you need a little bit more assistance. I'm not only here for you, but they are there for you. So please get the help that you need. You are loved. You are appreciated. And if nobody told you today, I love you guys. Have a great night. It is now 12.42 and I have to be up at 5. This is real dedication. I appreciate you all and thank you again for the amount of support that you have provided me with. You don't know how much that means to me or how much it means to me that my my podcast is getting out there to other moms because the goal is to reach, if not all of them, some of them. If not some of them, one to five of them. I don't care about the target numbers or anything of that nature. It's it's the benefits that this podcast will provide a mom, a mom becoming a mom, a friend of a mom. Once again, I appreciate you guys' support. I hope you have a wonderful night. Thank you so much.